Tell us about your issues, Marcus. Um, so uh, when I was eight, I was riding my bike oh, in the street in front of my house, and I fell over. And I was still just learning to ride a bike with two wheels, and I tore my arm and my leg, mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. couldn't bring myself to get up, and I just started crying and crying, and nobody was coming. And this is a sad story. I was just like, "Why isn't anybody coming? Where is everybody?" And it was just like the world was empty. And, oh, jeez. Um, that memory really sits. With me. Oh, you meant um, the comic books? Yeah. Oh. Now I'm in a bad mood. Why did I have to relive that? Why did you make me relive that, Megan? I don't I don't think I did that. I think it's so, just been sitting there, man. Yeah, that was a real thing that happened. Um, That's depressing. Yeah, I bled enough that by the time I got inside, I like sat down to get like patched up and I like passed out through. <laughs> oh my god, Marcus. <laughs> my That's dad was so scary. pissed because I threw up on him. <laughs> I'm sorry. He shouldn't have been mad. That's kind of a lot. Yeah. Um, I was fine, though. It was good. Oh, my God. Um, anyway, When I was eight, a kid dropped a bowling ball on my toe, and I was so angry with her. I That's my eight-year-old story. everybody and welcome back to the vf comics and graphics podcast i'm marcus hey i'm megan and it's just us two today but today we are going to have another preview episode i guess it's how i'm going to pronounce it i keep going over how i want to pronounce it preview <laughs> preview episode preview episode preview episode i honestly right. think it's terrible so it doesn't matter how you pronounce it. Oh my gosh. That's so mean. <laughs> Starting off real sad. You've offered no help, but you're ready with criticism. <laughs> I'm sorry. Pre- pre- I, wish, I wish Tom was here. Pre-review aside. <laughs> I wish you were Tom. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's just me today, Marcus. Any, yeah, unfortunately. Um, anywho, uh, so... We're going to talk about some of the stuff coming out in April because it is the last week of March 2022. Ugh, you're right. No, I can't believe it. Megan, how has your March been to you? It's been pretty good <laughs> to me. It's been pretty good. I'm 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 such a winter person, but I'm honestly really ready for spring, so we've had some nice weather, which is exciting. Nothing super interesting going on in my life. Plants are cool. The Razorbacks did some games 
Yeah, yeah, the Rays were. Oh man, I, I this is where I'm totally not a sports person. I hear they finally lost last night, they but did. someone said they were the last SEC team. Oh really? To go out in something something dot 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 NCAA. I oh, I don't really know <laughs> what a lot of those things. Gosh, yeah, every person acronyms. who watches sports is having a heart attack right now. Going, I'm so sorry. I hate you guys. I definitely I don't know much about sports, but I do like watching basketball actually. So I was playing D and D last night, and while we were playing, I had my <laughs> laptop up watching the game. <laughs> And they were like, why are you doing Oh, this? wow, really? I didn't know yeah. that was like you. Yeah, I like Razorback. I always feel left out at work when Jeff and Will talk about sports, and I'm just I like... Know. I do, too, because I don't I would, really know much. I would love to have input because I like those guys, but yeah. I have nothing to offer Oh, my them. God. Jeff went up to me. I was like, oh, you... I mentioned that. I was like, oh, you always just talk about sports. And he said, do you want me to talk about your... What did he say? He said comics, but he didn't say comics. He said, do you want me to talk about your, oh God, I can't remember what he said. It was so funny. I'm sorry. This became a really non-interesting story about Jeff. Yeah, that was uh, not one of your best stories, Meg, because usually you end it, it with, so and that's my story, and I'm going to start rating. Every time you do that, I'm going to start rating one to 10, all your okay. stories. How was that, that was a <laughs> three, because three I've actually being... heard you tell worse. Okay, well, oh, God, yeah. You'll have to ask him what he said, because it was actually pretty funny and uh, a little offensive. Well, everything Jeff says. As per says. Jeff, yeah. For those who aren't sure we're talking about, Jeff is a guy that works with us. His name's Jeff Matika. He did you the can music. find him on Instagram. He did our music, and he's a very talented guy. I know he, what, he spent like 10, 15 years traveling, uh, playing backup for years. Green Day. Yeah. And doing stuff like that. Really, really cool guy. He's Instagram official, right? Yeah, verified. His Instagram verified. It's what a gross. jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, he's the worst. We love him. Well, my March has been okay up until last night. I was going to be playing some Destiny with Tom and some people. And I went outside with the dogs. And I've been sneezing all week. And oh, I literally gross. had to take two Benadryl and knock myself Ooh. out. So I wouldn't feel that way anymore. Ew, In fact, I was I'm sneezing sorry. before we got on today. Damn. And I... I I got some Allegra, Allegra. Is it Allegra? I don't know. I don't have Anyways, allergies. There's some allergy medication, and I took it. And so hopefully I can go through this entire episode without sneezing. All right. Mm, now that we have alienated our entire audience by being completely off topic and talking about people they don't know, let's get You're started welcome. talking about some of the books coming out in April. And the first one on our list actually today is a book that had already come out, but the hardback version is coming out in April. And Megan, I know you're really excited for it. And it's by Neil Gaiman and Colleen yes. Doran, and it is Chivalry. Do you want to talk about that a bit? Yes, sure. I am so pumped about this. I am a huge Neil Gaiman fan and a huge Arthurian legend fan. And, and this is just just the synopsis is delightful it's about a an older um british a widow who is shopping at a secondhand shop and she buys you know a, a trinket and it ends up being the holy grail and so this takes her on uh an adventure and a visit from a knight and uh you know it, it uh shenanigans ensue Yes, that is how all Arthurian legends begin. 
with these are the shenanigans of King Arthur and his round yeah, table. It's fine. <laughs> Although shenanigans is a good way to describe it. Um, I'm so excited. Yeah, Neil Gaiman always does like really interesting things with mythology. I like any time someone takes a really weird look at mythology um, and twists it and sometimes put like a modern lens on it. Mm-hmm. I did see this book, The Softback, at my shop the other day. And I opened it up and I love the art in it. It honestly feels very much like... How do I put it? The art reminds me of some of the art you would find like in books about Arthurian legend. And like talking about like holy knights and being good. But um, it's about this old lady. <laughs> um, it looks really, really cute. So mm. we've got that coming out. And then the next one I'm really, really excited about because I don't know anything about this, but I do have a friend named Jeff. I hope Jeff's listening who is a big pinball fan. He plays a lot of pinball games, I think, on his Switch and on other systems. What a weird thing. Like yeah. That's super cool. I just don't know anyone yeah, who's super into that, pinball. Yeah, there, he's he seems to be really into it. Dang, but there cool. is a nonfiction uh, graphic coming out called Pinball, A Graphic History of the Silver Ball by John Chad. Ooh. And I want to read this opening to you because it really grabbed me because it sounded very similar to some of the work and studying I've been doing about the history of comics. So check this out. This is from, this is the actual quote from like Goodreads and the Amazon and all that. In 1976, champion player Roger Sharp stepped up to a pinball machine in a Manhattan courtroom. The New York City Council had convened to consider lifting the city's ban on pinball a game that had been outlawed since 1942 for its supposed connections to gambling and organized crime. Sharp was there to prove that, unlike a slot machine, pinball wasn't a game of chance designed to fleece its players. It was a game of skill that required a measure of patience, coordination, and control. To prove his point, he proclaimed that he would launch his ball into the center lane at the far end of the playfield, much like Babe Ruth famously pointing to the fences. Sharp pulled back the plunger and released, and the fate of this industry and art, or art form, hung in the balance. Thus opens John Chad's comprehensive graphic novel to the history of the captivating, capricious, and at times infuriating game of pinball. So they're going to trace pinball's roots back to uh, King Louis the Fourth. Um, it says through the immigrant experience of the earliest 20th century America, its post-war boom all the way up to today. So also King, um, did I say King Henry? I meant King Louis. You said King Louis. You did say the number wrong, but that's fine. It's the fourth, right? That says 14. No, that's 14. (laughs) X means, I was just looking at the IV and I was deciphering the IV. You were like, "Ah, X marks the spot for four. (laughs) Um, So I can read. So King Louis the 14th. So like, that's really cool. Um, And it's funny how many popular culture things I can think of nowadays were outlawed in like the forties. Mm-hmm. It's super weird for those who love history. This looks like a really, really cool book. Um, the next thing is one thing I'm really excited about and it's the Gotham central omnibus by Ed Brubaker with art lettering um, from Greg Ruka, Michael Lark, Stefano Guadiano and Kano. 
and omnibus, aka omnibus. large book. Yeah, it's it's a big one. <laughs> Omnibuses are usually big old thick boys. And Gotham Central. So when the Gotham television show came out, they kept. Ref- I felt like they kept referencing Gotham Central, or at least people when talking about it did. And then recently on HBO Max, they were talking about making a very Gotham Central like take show. But now that show is going to be more about Arkham Asylum or Arkham State Hospital, excuse me, from the most recent The Batman. And so I'm really disappointed because there were two opportunities to to take this Gotham Central book and adapt it. And both times they've just completely gone off the edge and not not done it. But um, Gotham Central is about Gotham's finest work around the clock to not only keep the world's most psychotic criminals off the street, but also cleaning up the mess left behind by Batman's one-man war on crime. This Eisner Award-winning series follows the detectives of Gotham City's Special Crimes Unit as they navigate against the city's greatest villains in the shadow of Batman himself. And it's going to collect issues 1 through 40. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, a really, really cool book. It is. It is the... I was really excited that about the the Batman spinoff we were going to get that sounded similar to this because focusing on Gotham's um, special you know crimes unit and how they deal about living in a city of uh, vigilantes and how they work as police officers in kind of like a crime noirish book or crime noir crime noir show sounded really great, but since we're not we didn't get that out of Gotham. Now we're not getting it out of the HBO Max show. This is a this is something I think everyone needs to visit. It's really really cool. And for like the mega nerds, it's my understanding that this is in canon with the, around the time period it takes place. So there might be some little nods to that. Nice. Yeah. So that's really cool. That's come that omnibus is coming out next month. Uh, the next thing is The Art of Living by Grant Snyder. Um, in The Art of Living, cartoonist Grant Snyder, author of The Shape of Ideas and I Will Judge You by Your Bookshelf, has created an all-new collection of one- and two-page comics that map, map his inner thoughts, poetic observations, and frequent failures at living, living mindfully. With both humor and a touch of reality, The Art of Living centers on mindfulness, but also empathy, relaxation, gratitude, and awareness. And it kind of goes on, but that just sounds like a really good, true-to-life inspiring book. I know... Yeah, that's super uh, up my alley. Yeah, I mean, learning about someone else's struggles with trying to live more mindfully and relax. I'm not a relaxed person. My mind is always trying to go. (laughs) What? It's crazy. (laughs) How does your mind work? We're, we're, hey, if you uh, if you subscribe to our Patreon, you can find out by getting the extra fifteen oh, minutes yeah. recorded before this that isn't going to be on the regular episode. And that's how you can find out how Megan's mind works. <laughs> yes, yeah. me just rambling endlessly for fifteen minutes. So yeah, so that looks really really cool. Um, and again, sometimes reading about and whether it be reading or watching a movie and seeing someone struggle with the same things maybe you're struggling with is always a way to me it relaxes me i'm like oh yeah i'm not as big of a failure or a phony as i think i am 
Yeah. Um, I am a failure and a phony, but oh, stop. Uh, but not as no. big a one as I thought I was. There and you hopefully, go. this That's book fine, will make I me guess. feel a little bit better. <laughs> um, and my next graphic novel coming uh as another hardcover collection is the Star Wars by Jason Aaron Omnibus. Now, what who Jason Aaron is and what the Star Wars collection is doing is it is a collection of the early Star Wars, newest Star Wars series from Marvel. So it's not any of the pre-prequel comic stuff. It is a lot of the newer stuff. It collects issues 1 through 37 of Star Wars uh, starting in 2015. And then it looks like it also collects the event Vader Down, which was the first crossover event for Marvel's Star Wars universe. Um, so it says Darth Vader's 13 through 15, Star Wars, the Screaming Citadel, Star Wars, Dr. Aphra, number seven and eight, and Star Wars annuals one through three. So it's a huge collection. And you definitely, if you like what you see there, go check out the Darth Vader and Dr. Aphra books. Those two are the highlights of the Marvel Star Wars series. Darth Vader is a sassy bitch. <laughs> and I'm there for it. And then Dr. Aphra is just one of the best new characters they've created in a long time. You may even see some characters that you saw in the recent Book of Boba Fett show. Did you watch Book of Boba Fett? No. That's okay. It's I think everyone should watch The Mandalorian. But if you miss Book of Boba Fett... You should watch the last few episodes because it ends up becoming I, I'm, I'm past spoilers. I think anybody who's obsessed with it has already watched it. Mm. Book of Boba Fett ends up being partially about Boba Fett, but it ends up being Mandalorian 2.5. Oh, that's um, basically what I've heard. Yeah. Um, and I personally wasn't a fan of what they did with Boba Fett, but maybe we'll have some mega Star Wars nerds on here uh, to get all their opinions. Not me. Yeah. Megan's going to go, oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's neat. <laughs> Pretty cool, Marcus. Yeah. And then, Megan, this last book is one that you added to the list, and I don't know anything about yes. it. So please tell me about it, because so its title is giving me big Arthurian yeah. vibes. <laughs> yeah, so it's called Squire. Uh, again, big into Arthurian shit. Um, but this isn't quite that. So um, this was written by Nadia Shamas, and the art is by um, Sarah Alfaji. And um, it it is a it is a YA graphic novel. It's about three hundred pages long, which is amazing. I love I love content. I love very large graphic novels. Don't the know. biggest, the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so it's set in an alternate, like Middle East, North African history. Um, which is cool. So it's about a 14-year-old uh, girl named Isa who trains to become a knight for a war-torn empire while hiding her true background as a girl from the conquered lands. And um, so she was born as a second-class citizen and has always dreamt of becoming a knight. And it is the highest military honor in the empire. And um, so, yeah, it's just about her becoming a knight that's all i really know it's pretty it's a lot of words i like stuff squire good knights cool it's giving me some mulan vibes 
Yeah, I don't the know. Girl Maybe. worth fighting for. I guess so. I what think I liked it before want? you said that. Even though Mulan is amazing, so I don't know why I would say that. Yeah. Mulan's I remember, great. This looks great. Long. I'm wondering, sometimes when I see something made into a comic or adapted into a comic, they sometimes use like the darker ending of things like mm-hmm. you know disney has their very happy ending for mulan but i think i remember <laughs> the original text like she dies oh damn or something like that like it I you know, know. it reminds me of um you know it's like the grimm's fairy tale version of oh, a lot of fairy right. tales where it you know just it, it's got sometimes unhappy endings sometimes just bloody endings um not that I want this 14-year-old to die yeah, or anything, but um, her tra- dreaming of becoming a knight, something that she technically shouldn't be able to do, I hope they explore the ramifications of that better than some uh, things do. YA I'm always excited. surprises me. Sometimes YA goes for the simplest ending, and then sometimes... YA ends with everyone dying. <laughs> Dude, so like it could yeah. go either direction. I feel like that's even more true of so YA. I feel like is normally like floating in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. Juve shit gets dark as fuck. Oh yeah, I know that. Like, I, I found I several things it, where that are in the kids section where I'm a, like, whoa, yeah, a lot of dark shit. Have you I read the graveyard it, book? No, I want to. I haven't. Oh. I, I was about to. to tell you what happens in it at the like the first chapter. Is. Oh, I've read. Okay, I read the first chapter. I've read oh, yeah. the first few. That book starts off with someone sneaks into a house and murders a whole family, yeah, and like slowly, yeah. and then chases a baby. Like, <laughs> yeah, and that's a juvenile book. Like, oh man, Jack, Jack doesn't give a crap. Yeah, I cry more in juve books than I do any other. I feel like they're so I, good. Oh, Bridge to Terabithia, I, fuck. Come on now. <laughs> See, I didn't cry in Bridge to Terabithia. You know, I'll what? totally admit, I <laughs> totally admit in my early 20s when I read um, The Hunger Games, I did cry when Rue died. That's YA. That, 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 messed, that messed me up pretty bad. Interesting. I didn't yeah. read them, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, as usual, way better than the movies. I'm sure. Yeah, in fact, in the movie, I was them. just like watching it and I was like, when rue gets killed i was like i don't give a shit that rue's dead <laughs> but, yeah. but when i had read the you book be- up. i read the book before and i i Dang. bawled i read it in the day i sat on a saturday and it was pretty outside and i read it that day well anyway i also anyways quick, yeah before we move on to um marcus is going to talk about some issues of new, new series that are coming out Let's be specific. Um, I have many issues, but I'm going to talk about book issues. <laughs> Marcus is going to talk about his many issues. Comic book issues. Anyways, I'm so sorry. We just lost on. everyone who was still Come listening. Forward. So quick mention. Um, a while ago, if you were listening, we talked about the Kickstarter for the graphic novel Real Hero Shit by Kendra Wells. Wanted to give y'all a quick update. So their pledge goal was 15,000 and they received over 80,000. So that's amazing. Um, I actually kind of forgot about this. Sorry, Kendra. But um, I was reading an indie, uh, like a magazine about indie books at the library. And I was like, yeah, this is stuff that looks cool. And they had real hero shit in there. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. So if you missed your chance to back it, they are selling the hell out of this thing. So 
uh definitely grab a copy there's it was like ten dollars on amazon so what um, yeah um and it's supposed to be pretty good so uh real hero shit i i don't remember exactly like i can't tell you the plot but basically queer dnd so if you're into that <laughs> me i um, think i remember where are the episode we out. did covered it has that in the title so you should be able to find that yeah. episode easily um but yeah real hero shit very excited that this real hero well. shit real hero shit real hero shit i'm also very excited to see if our library gets it because i want to see what they catalog it as because they don't catalog anything as like a bad words <laughs> so i want to see what they what they catalog it as Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the in like in the computer, yeah. Oh, huh, yeah. Sorry, we work at a library. Maybe we will if it's selling like this. Yeah, so. I actually found a copy on Prospector, and it, I couldn't get it. Oh, so yeah. some places do have it. Yeah. Well, they're probably still pretty early in the publishing. Yes. If the Kickstarter was just uh, later last year, so that should be yeah. So yeah, it hasn't been that long. But I just wanted to let y'all know that that is doing well and. Um, if you're still interested, totally can go buy that. Do it. Tell us about your issues, Marcus. Um, so, uh, when I was eight, I was riding my bike oh in the street in front of my house and I fell over and I was still just learning to ride a bike with two wheels and oh. I tore my arm and my leg mm-hmm. and I couldn't bring myself to get up and I just started crying and That's crying depressing. and nobody was coming. And this is a sad story. I was just like. Why isn't anybody coming? Where is everybody? And it was just like the world was empty. And oh, um, that memory really sits. With me. Oh, you meant um, the comic books? Yeah. Oh, now I'm in a bad mood. Why did I have to relive that? Why did you make me relive that, Megan? I don't I don't think I did that. I think it's so, just been sitting there, man. Yeah, that was a real thing that happened. Um, That's depressing. Yeah, I bled enough that by the time I got inside, I like sat down to get like patched up, and I like passed out through. <laughs> oh my god, Marcus! <laughs> my That's dad was so scary. pissed because I threw up on him. <laughs> I'm sorry. He shouldn't have been mad. That's kind of a lot. Yeah. Um, I was fine though. It was good. Oh my god. Um, Anyways. When I was eight, a kid dropped a bowling ball on my toe, and I was so angry with her. I That's told my eight-year-old story. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so for comic book issues, I just saw these are some of the books that I feel like some people are excited about for this month and that I'm really excited about. Uh, first, is, and it's going to be stuff that I think that you should start, so you're not going to hear me talk about the next issue of Superman, Son of Kal-El. Because that, even though that series is amazing and you should all be reading it, you're not going <laughs> to hear me talk about Power Rangers because that series is amazing and you should be reading it, or Mighty Morphing and that series is amazing, so you should be reading it. I'm going to talk about maybe some places for any of you to kind of start and pick up. So there's going to be a lot of issue zeros and number ones here. Um, the first is a new Rocketeer comic book. For those of us who remember the Rocketeer, most of us probably just remember that movie where Timothy Dalton plays the bad guy. Um, that is an incredible movie. It's one of the few movies that gives me the same vibes as The Mummy and Indiana Jones, the good ones. <clears throat> and I'll let you all figure out which ones are the good Indiana Jones. Um, <clears throat> but it's got that kind of classic pulp adventure to it. And so we've got a new one called The Rocketeer, The Great Race. So that is something coming out that looks really, really cool. Next up, we have the beginning of a series 
that our friend Jess Carson is going to be writing one of the issues of. And what? it is called, so th- she's not writing this one. She'll be writing one that comes out, I believe, in June. And it's nice. going to be about, um, I believe, Barry and Iris's uh, children from the future. Mm. But Earth Prime number one from DC Comics. And it is just an ongoing, it's going to be an ongoing adaptation of the CW superhero universe. And again, Jess, our friend, like, I know her. I know her. You know, it's like, I know them. Um, she is going to be writing an issue of this dealing with um, Barry and Iris's twin uh, children who have appeared on the show and it's going to take some of her ideas, but it's going to be so cool to see her do that. And I'm going to get it signed and Aww, yes, totally so take advantage of my friendship with her. Yeah, I'm sure she appreciates <laughs> By being like, hey, hey buddy, Jess. why don't you sign this? And then <laughs> later, maybe I can sell it for some money and not tell you. Stop uh, that. I don't, don't think she's dare. listening. <clears throat> Jess, if you're listening, that's exactly what I'm going to do if your name no can pull in money. Not. She wouldn't blame me. She'd be like, hell yeah, get that money. Interesting. Yeah. So Earth Prime starts off if you're a fan of the CW-verse. Um, next up is Justice League number 75. I said this list would be a lot of number ones. Obviously, 75 is not one. Um, in fact, it's really far away from number one. But this is the beginning of the death of the Justice League storyline that DC has been teasing for a while, in which the Justice League is going to die, but one of them is going to make it back to earth to warn everybody about some big dark thing coming and they're hoping to evoke death of superman sort of vibes in terms of there's not going to be a justice league book for a while like this is going to be an actual so this is kind of the beginning of the end of the ongoing justice league book which is a shame because i feel like we just barely started with the newest uh justice league team that has a lot of newcomers like black adam um and naomi but, uh, so yeah, this is the beginning of the end. So if you're wanting to hop on and see get in this upcoming major DC event, Justice League 75 is the one to pick up. Uh, next thing coming out of DC, don't worry, I've got Marvel books on here too for someone's like, this guy loves DC. Yeah, I do. I, it's my preferred thing. But if you prefer Marvel, all power to you. But it's my podcast, so I'm going to talk about DC. You. <laughs> you receive um, all the power. But we are getting what are called Flashpoint Beyond Zero and Number One. And to explain to you what Flashpoint is, Flashpoint was a five-issue miniseries event that helped reboot the DC Universe in like 2011. And the coolest thing about it it was what happened is Barry went back in time and accidentally created an alternate timeline where different things happened to different characters. For instance... Uh, the world was at war in modern times, but it was between the Amazons and the Atlanteans. So it was like Wonder Woman versus Aquaman and their respective nations uh, because they had had an affair and blah, blah, blah. Real messy, dark stuff. Um, Bruce Wayne and Martha Wayne, or Bruce Wayne was killed in an alley and his father was Batman. And I won't tell you what happened to his mother because... On top of the five-issue miniseries, a lot of characters got little quick three-issue series that kind of expanded the world, and they were actually all really good. Um, I really enjoyed the heck out of all those. So it looks like we're revisiting this world 
and it's going to start off with, I believe, Thomas Wayne, who is the Batman of that timeline, kind of wondering why he even exists. Because this wasn't one of the multiple Earths in the multiverse. This was the main Earth, but the timeline had been altered. So technically, it shouldn't exist. Um, but if you were a fan of Flashpoint, I mean, you, if you weren't, some people aren't a fan of what Flashpoint did after it was over. But I was a huge fan of the event itself. Um, this is going to be something cool to pick up at DC. Uh, next up for Marvel, X-Men is entering its next phase of books. Now that a bunch of the secrets have been broken wide open on Krakoa, the mutant, the new mutant nation. So we're going to get the first few issues of a few series for Legion of X, which is an extension uh, starring Nightcrawler. Uh, and we're going to get X-Men Red, and X-Men Red is about the mutants who now live on Mars, because mutants have terraformed Mars. And the last one is Knights of X, which kind of reminds me, uh, number one, and it kind of remi- makes me think of, I loved the Excalibur series in the early uh, X-Men, uh, Jonathan Hickman days, so Brick, give me more of that, put it into my veins. <laughs> um. And the other thing for Marvel coming out that looks really neat, but it could be real hit or miss, is Spider-Punk number one. You see, there is a punk version of Spider-Man in the multiverse, and this book is going to be about him. And a lot of the a lot of the comments were like, man, this could be really good if they really cover the punk scene well. But also usually mainstream media. Does a really cringy job with covering Mm -hmm punk mm-hmm. so we'll see we'll see what happens um i might check it out i might not i don't know um one marvel book that i will be picking up and it'll be honestly the first ongoing spider-man series i've ever picked up is the new amazing spider-man number one and I'm mostly excited about it because it's being written by Zeb Wells and they're bringing back John Rita Jr. for some of it. And, but it is just kind of like the 60th anniversary of Spider-Man. So they're starting a new amazing Spider-Man series. And as usual, there's a lot of drama going on, but Zeb Wells recently, excuse me, um, was writing Hellions, which is one of the X-Men titles. And the cool thing about Hellions, if you hadn't read it and you need to, was of all the X-Books, this one focused on Mr. Sinister leading like a team of villains, even or like former villains or not so great people in the new X-World where mutants had their own nation. So mutants aren't divided necessarily into good guys and bad guys anymore. But these were all former bad guys, and it was kind of silly and over the top and deranged. And it really expended on some characters I honestly had never heard of before. And it was a lot of fun to read. So if you were reading Hellions and you like that, I think you should check out The Amazing Spider-Man number one when it comes out this month. Um, I know he's written other stuff, but I'm going to be real honest with you. I haven't read it. I haven't read his other stuff. So I'm going to give you the recommendation based off what I am. And the final thing I have is 
Image Comics is it is releasing Image Number One, and what I wrote here actually was Image Comics is kicking ass. Uh, they've decided to expand their output with a new short story anthology series, and so this is the first of a collection of different stories that take place in the image universe just collected into all of these books. And Jeff Johns and Andrea Moody are doing one of the stories. Brandon Fletcher and Babs Tarr are working on another one. Kyle Higgins and uh, Danielle D. Nicuolo, I can never say that last name right, I'm so sorry, um, are also working on it. Scotty Young, um, is doing an upcoming, let's see, a first look at Delkin Shalvey's upcoming Old Dog series and an original ongoing comic strip by Scotty Young. So they're getting a lot of big names. And I know for sure, like Jeff Johns, you know, he's the big wig over at DC. So it's cool that he's writing something over at Image as well. I like it when some of these companies can have their creators go and do stuff at other companies and touch other genres. Uh, but yeah, no, so like, it just looks really cool. I know for to Megan to let you know what image comic books I'm into, that Radiant Black series that I've been reading, that's Image. Um, and it looks like, I believe, yeah, Kyle Higgins, who wrote that, and he's also who rebooted Power Rangers, <laughs> is going to have a short story in there. Well, that, so, that actually sounds really cool. Yeah. And, you know, it, who knows? It could be a great way for you to for anyone to hop into the image universe without having to figure out which book they want to read from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are our picks for issues coming out and graphic novels coming out in the month of April. Yay! Yay! Yeah. We did it. It happened. There's... You listened. Yep. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Sorry. Congrats. Yeah. Oh, okay. Done. No. <laughs> um... <laughs> I will say I've been pretty bad this week. I haven't really, I've been reading just some ongoing stuff, but I haven't read anything new. I did pick up something I'm really excited about um, that I want to tell you about. I picked up this great hardcover of, because I've recently gotten into hardcover books. Like I want, I want something on my shelf. and I love the way hardcover feels, you know, it's going to last longer especially, you know, longer than these omnibuses, which I love a good omnibus, but man, I just feel like that's going to fall apart any time. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I got a hardcover of the first two volumes of Southern Bastards. Have you read that? No, I, I know what you're talking about, but no. no. Um, Southern Bastards is very much a... Hmm. It's kind of just like a Southern, a violent Southern drama. Um, you know, um, a guy returns, an older guy returns to, you know, the football-centric southern town he grew up in, and things start going wrong because he starts looking for justice. <laughs> um, and it was something where I wasn't... Usually when a book includes a... I'm not against cussing. I cuss like a sailor. Usually when they include it in the title, it feels I'm worried we're going to get a Mark Miller situation. And what I mean by that is Mark Miller wrote uh, Kick-Ass is one of his. And sometimes I felt like he had some of his characters all felt the same. Every 12 year old kid had a filthy, disgusting mouth and was a kind of a piece of garbage. (laughs) And, you know, unfortunately, those were the books of his that I was exposed to. 
And sometimes when a cuss word gets included in the title, I feel like we get like a lowest common denominator kind of book. So Southern Bastards, I was like, oh, what's this going to be about? And then I saw football and we talked about I'm not a sports guy earlier. I couldn't put this book down. It is so incredibly good. Um, If you're looking to pick up volume one, I highly suggest you find this hardcover and pick up because it has volume one and two in it. And I highly suggest you do that. It is so good. So, 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 so good. Um, Megan, have you been reading anything lately? I'm trying to think. Um, It's been a while since we talked, so there's definitely some stuff that I've read. I read up to the latest of um, Cosmo Nights, which uh, started out as a webcomic, and it is very fun. They have the first volume in a published collection, but and they're currently working on the second one. Um, I cannot remember the name of the author right now, um, but it's really good. It's super fun. It's super queer, obviously. Hannah Templer? Yes. Very talented. It's a, it's, it's a fun one. So definitely recommend that. And all of it, she has it up on her website for free. So Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I read most of it online. It's so good. She, yeah, did the, she wrote and did the art for it, I guess. Yes, she's very talented. Oh my gosh. So... Big fan of that. If you if you haven't uh, heard of it, um, yeah, really easy to just catch up on everything there is because it's all online. <laughs> I cannot so, wait to read this. It's good. Oh it's my pretty. Gosh. Yeah, big fan. This of is art. beautiful. Too bad this Cosmo isn't a visual. Nights. Too bad podcast isn't a visual medium. <laughs> because I, I know <laughs> we kind of fucked ourselves with that one. It's okay. Um. Yeah, um, guys, y'all can go to the Cosmonites website. Just Google search it, and it's cosmonites.space. And it is, it's a beautiful looking book. I cannot believe she's just got this out there for free. Right, I couldn't believe it. So I, I first started reading it, like I put a hold at the library on like the physical first volume. And I was just like, and someone was like, hey, it's online. And I was just like, what? And so then I read the whole thing by the time I got that. Um because it was so good, and I didn't want to stop reading it, and I was sad there wasn't more. Yeah, but book one she has says quite it's two hundred and three pages. Yeah, no, it's a lot. It just I read it so fast, I didn't want to stop reading it. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Oh wow! Okay, that's it's, it's awesome. like futuristic. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep it up on my screen. I'm gonna look at it after we get off. Yay! Here. <laughs> it's so good. Um, it's about like well, just go read it. I'm not even gonna tell you. Just go you know, it. and the artwork to me reminds me of how I felt about um, when we had those guys that did curses on. It oh yeah, me a little yeah. bit of curses, uh, which again, that. another amazing artist writing yeah. team who deserve all the attention in the world. They are very good. Jeff Jaws doesn't need any more attention. These guys do. I'll always be mad at Jeff Johns because he promoted the Green Lantern movie. Let's just let's just leave it at that. <laughs> I don't know who that is. So Jeff Johns should not have known better. It's his job. I get it. He basically he did a lot of great Green Lantern stories. Brought Hal Jordan back. Cool dude, and loved his Green Lantern work. I read it all the way until he was done with the series. But he lied to me about the Green Lantern movie. And I'll always be sour about it, even though what? it's 
he basically like he was like a consultant on the Green Lantern movie they did with Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have, and I guess you probably missed that movie. It's because it sucks. Yeah, I heard it wasn't good. The only good part of it was Mark Strong as Sinestro. Hmm. Um, oh, and okay. then oh, Kilowog was played, or at least the voiced by um, Michael Clark Duncan. I think. Am I wrong there? I don't know. If who that not, is. he should have been. You don't know who Michael? You've seen the Green Mile. Yeah, who is Michael that? Clark Duncan? He's the main character. Plays who? Who does he he's play? The big black guy. Oh, I love him. I didn't know his name. Good movie. Good book. It's been a while since I've seen The Green Mile. I can't remember his name right now. I feel like that I'm book an idiot. is so good. I read really depressing shit as a kid. John Coffey. and I, my yes, my memory of The Green Mile is going to my stepbrother's like uh basketball, not basketball, Jesus, baseball like all-stars tournament in the middle of arkansas summer and reading the green mile and just bawling like under a tent while all these people are just watching a baseball game uh good times that i like is, to make things awkward for people that is a me. weird way to read the green mile but power to I, I i didn't want to watch baseball's boring as hell it was no. hot yeah baseball is definitely one sport i couldn't get into and this if you're was into before... baseball power to you and listen we're old so this was before like i didn't have a phone that did shit i probably didn't have a phone so i read a bunch of books girl that's when my game boy pocket went with me everywhere well okay so i did have my game boy advance but like in the bright sunshine you can't play that shit there's no backlight we're old. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if any young people are listening to us. I still resent my stepbrother for <laughs> being in baseball. I'm so angry. It's so If you're not from Arkansas, it's hot as hell. <laughs> it's not a fun yeah, time. Yeah, weather in, in Arkansas summer. is awful. Like, I can't even go outside. Like, Ashley's having to take the dogs out so this week. Humid. Because, like, I can't go outside without my eyes swelling up. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Sorry. I don't have that problem. And I am sorry because that sucks. Yeah, you're a Caleb does. But anyways, okay, so well, anyway, sorry. Now that I've rambling. let Megan ramble for too long. Um gosh, Megan. Um yeah, so that wow, we talked for a lot longer than I expected yeah, today. Yeah, oops. Uh, yeah, no, it's fine. It's your the fault. The theme today was nights. Your theme. Actually, yeah, we talked about several <laughs> night really based books. <laughs> like like, four. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't even think about Yay, that. Themes. Um we should do like we should talk about a bunch of like night themed books. Oh my um, god, can we? That would that'd be. Incredible. I almost said that would get me going, and that's not what I meant to say. Oh, oh no, <laughs> that's not what I meant at all. Anyways, I'm going to close it out by promoting <laughs> our Patreon again. Please, if you're looking for, uh, if you want more info, if you want input, or if you want to join the book club, you can find us on social media. We do have a book club on our VF Comics and Graphics. Uh, main site that anyone can join because every month we're reading a new book this past month we've been reading embroideries by marjane satrapi marjane i always want to say marjorie even if it's in front of me marjane satrapi and it was so good we're going to talk about it next week and then we're going to let y'all know what the next book is um that tom picked out and i'm really excited about it too um I already forgot what it was, and I almost asked you, but that's oh, that's I, not for I, this episode. I, they don't need to know right now. <laughs> um, they'll never Gotta know. Gotta listen again. Um, so, yeah. 
We will see you guys all again next week. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to us. If you have some books you're excited about in the coming months you want us to talk about on the next preview episode, I'm going to call it that, even though Megan is a turd who doesn't like that. It's pretty name. bad. Um, if you want us to, if you have some books coming out that you want us to talk about on the next preview episode, let us know on any of our social media on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, which links you can find out in the episode description below. <laughs> I lost track of the words I was You're saying. You're doing good. It with was your just words. going. You're doing good. Words. Proud of you. Good job. Uh, yeah. So we will see you guys all next week to talk about embroideries. Goodbye, so you lovely folks. You almost said something nasty, didn't you? No, you're nasty. 